0: Log
1: Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. Time. Time. A new show called G's Power. jeez Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real.
3: All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network.
0: Power Hour. Yeah.
3: Well, good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to G's Power Hour. I never had it so good. Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today, and I hope you had a blessed and enjoyable and wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. Um, and as we go forward into more holiday time, you know, just please be cautious and safe, and and uh, you know, loving, caring, you know. Let's put animosities aside and all that type of stuff. Let's work on our kindness a little bit more um, and, and caring. And uh, just, you know, let's just, just try to enjoy things a little bit better. So so one of the things that I did not get a chance to get to uh, you guys around the holidays, there was a decision, a uh, federal appeals court decision, I think it was a panel of three in St. Louis, and I think the decision was two to one. It said that private um, organizations such as, for example, the NAACP were not, I guess, allowed to, to engage in a lawsuit when it came to the Voting Rights Act. I wanted to get into that a little bit. I reached out to a few people, so um, and I'm going to put the number out there. I'd like to get your comments and information. I'm just uh, annoyed that we're still having to kind of repeatedly fight this fight, and I just wish there was something that was just etched in stone. It's done. You know, we got this. You know, this is one of those things where I don't, I don't, you know, understand the the repetition. You know, um, so
2: anyway, uh, Stephanie, are you on with me? Yes, good morning, Lady G. Good morning to your listening audience, and thank you for inviting us on this morning.
3: Good morning. Thank you for taking the time out. And is there anybody else on right now? Cassandra, are you on? I know she was running a little bit behind. Uh, She's very, very busy today. But Cassandra Brown was all about balance is supposed to be on with us today to engage in this conversation some as well. So the number is 516-387-1944, Five one six three eight seven one nine four four. That's five one six three eight seven one nine four four. Putting it out there for those of you that would like to engage in conversation with regards to the Voting Rights Act. So, Ms. Duke, Stephanie Dukes, what uh, was your takeaway from this? Um, I know I reached out to you a little late, but I did. I, 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 are you as aggravated as I am about this continued quest uh, battle uh, with regards to, you know, maintaining the, the integrity of the Voting Rights Act?
2: What aggravated, um, hmm, I, I think is not the word. <laughs> what it is, is a little bit frustrated Um uh, as well, it's kind of like chess, you know, Gretchen, we were talking about uh, you and I was last evening was talking about the game of chess, and I this is what it reminds me of, you know, that we have to strategically think about what the end game is and how to strategically think about the moves across the board and what the what 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 are they really trying to do here and that is to they know that how many people are really going to want to go to court and that is what the NAACP does they have the means to take it to court and the average citizen will not take it to court because they feel they do not have the means and will not pursue the wind in court, uh, so that is what this ruling is all about. So um, you
3: you mentioned the game of chess. To yeah, we, we were talking a little bit. Yeah, you mentioned the game of chess, and yeah, we were talking about that a little bit um, last evening. And but but my thing is. Shouldn't this shouldn't this game be over? Shouldn't this game? I mean, you 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 think that all, you know all the pieces have been played. You would think you would think that the decision has been made, the battle has been won, um, and, and so it's just I don't I don't know if I could liken it to to chess maybe, but I you know I it's. I don't know. It's almost like I, I think about. Uh, unfortunately, I think about Israel and the, and the battle uh, with Israel, and, and you know, I mean, I, there's a part of me like, wasn't when I, I like, wasn't this already done in the Bible? Wasn't there? Wasn't some of this stuff already settled? Why is this? Why is this continued? So I guess I look at that as like you know why are people so unhappy with the with the decision with, or the decisions with regards to the Voting Rights Act? Getting back to that, that they still have to they feel a need to re- redress it over and over again
2: because they they who are they trying? I mean, are they
3: really trying to keep people from? having the right to vote
2: or or what are they afraid what's the fear almost definitely everyone isn't happy with uh everyone having the right to vote there is still that segment of the population that still feels that only certain people who own certain amount of property that are only a certain gender should have the right to vote. There's still a large segment of that population that still feels that way and have given their power, which they are still out there trying to maintain, that is the way they will have it.
3: Uh-huh. You know, I mean, it, to me, it's like okay, there's enough for every to go around for everybody. There's, you know, enough voting power. Uh, you know, there's enough. I, I would say when you talk about landowners and whatnot, there's enough land. That, believe it or not, you know, there there is a lot of land still out there to, to go around for everybody. I believe you just stop messing up the the, the land that you got. You know, mm-hmm. but there's enough.
0: You know, mm-hmm.
3: so, so so. What what do you what what do you think is going to happen from this point with that particular decision? Do you think this decision is going to be appealed? Uh, should it be appealed? Um, is there another? I guess is there a workaround? Another way to, to um, secure the the voting the rights of? I guess
2: the disenfranchised when it comes to voting almost definitely should be appealed, uh, because you're talking about organizations having the right to, that have the money and the resources to represent a group of people who do not have the right resources to have their voices heard. And that is, been the American way for years, and I don't think it's right for them to not be represented in our court of law, to have their rights upheld. So that is what we're really talking about here, and therefore, uh, because this ruling says that only the U.S. attorney, the U.S. attorneys have the right to represent the government in court. And, but what about the government has the right, but what about the people of the United States having right to have representation in court? And that is what these organizations do. These organizations give the people of the United States the right to have representation where the government has the right to have representation. And that makes the playing field equal. And that's what America is about: equal justice for all under the law. And that's what we're fighting for here. So we have to keep this thing balanced. And that's what. So most definitely, we're talking about an appeal, most definitely. So um,
3: I, the, the the other thing I was thinking of. Okay, so should we maybe change our focus a little bit in terms of? I mean, yes, we want to appeal, and yes, we want to make sure that, you know, certain groups like the NAACP and and others um, have the right to go forward and and fight these battles when, you know, you see some injustice or um, discrimination. But should we maybe focus more on putting people in these positions I mean, the, the take the, the the ones of us that still have the right to vote, and when they because the, and I'm going back to okay. my whole thing about judges when pe- when it's time to vote, you know maybe we need to focus on putting the right people in these positions so that when the issues come up that we that this like the fight is is not as frequent or as difficult because you have people in those positions that understand the necessity to to keep um, the Voting Rights Act intact. In
2: Almost oh, definitely. Most definitely. It is always about that. You're absolutely right, Gretchen, that we have to pay attention to who our local uh, officials are, who we vote in office on a local level. Most importantly, we have to make sure that when we go to the ballot and we talk about Retaining, retaining our judges—that we don't just bubble in. Yes, you know that used to mm-hmm. be a standard thing that we just say yes, 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 and not pay attention to their records. Right. Okay. And, and it's not that hard we anymore to stop that. Yes, it's
0: not yeah. hard
2: to yeah. you know look up a judge's record, look up you know what, and it's not hard to. Ask around mm-hmm. to look for recommendations from different organizations and know what an organization is about, who have they supported uh what what things what side of the of the issue a judge has been on when mm-hmm. they have ruled on different cases. It is not hard now to find out these things in the day of Social media, the internet, that we can make an informed decision when we vote. And that is, you are absolutely right. We should not just go down that ballot and say yes, yes, yes. We should be making a more informed decision. And, or going back to organization, and these are the type of forums that our organizations need to be holding. To inform our voters, helping our voters be informed, to mm-hmm. know about who's on the ballot, who is on those ballots. Not only our candidates for the elected positions, but our judges who are on their running new in a position and well as who wants to be reappointed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you... uh even having run
3: for office know that i'm sorry you, Chris, you're waking you, up only okay i'm sorry about that i was just saying you having run for office even know that you've had to go and do interviews in front of let's say non-profit organizations or interviews even with uh um uh, newspaper or or television, you've had to go and do some of these types of interviews, and these interviews go online on places like YouTube and other areas where, you know, someone can pull it up. You know, I mean, I, my husband and I did it uh, one time. You know, we were filling out our, our absentee ballots. You know, sit down, have a snack, pull up, pull up the computer, pull up the television, whatever, watch whatever, you know, you can find to make a decision.
2: Hmm. I missed the last part of what you said Gretchen I was in a bad spot I'm traveling I was saying
3: you know you've even been through that process where you've had to be interviewed and you know the interview comes up on, on YouTube where you can find it online and I said that you know my husband and I even sat, have sat down and you know looked at stuff and, you know when we're filling out our absentee ballots in order to help us make a better decision
0: about
2: people we have no clue about. Exactly, exactly. And we sit down. And, you know, that's that's it. We have to take voting seriously. And I know there's a phrase that we overwork a lot, but we say Mm -hmm. we have to vote like our lives depend upon it because we do. Our lives do depend upon it. We have mm-hmm. to realize that voting is our life. Our everyday life depends upon how we vote. We're voting upon people who are truly in control of how we live our lives every day. They make mm-hmm. the laws that enforce how we live our mm-hmm. life. So it does depend upon how we live our lives. So it may seem to a lot of people like, oh, you know, it's an overworked phrase, but it is a true phrase because, yeah, because our it, lives do depend upon it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Because it, we, we need to
3: recognize that, you know, if you don't have access to the right to vote, then you don't get a chance to weigh in on You know who's making a decision about your taxes? You know how much you know if you pay, how much you pay, what you're paying for. So we we talk about taxes. Um, Those taxes lead to uh, funding of our fire departments, you know, and our, our other government entities, our schools our infrastructure such as, you know, uh, whether or not your road gets paved or if it gets fixed, if your street lights get, you know, done. Um, I mean when my husband and I first we when we first got married we lived out in the We lived on a road that was initially like a, a a dirt road type of thing, you know, and and I did call um and I'll put his name out there because he was. I've I had to call him for me. I've had to call him for clients. He's no longer in office. Uh, Fred Brummer. Fred Brummer, um, his, anytime I had called his office with regards to, you know, what about this road or what about, you know, I have a client that is, is having an issue trying to get something done uh, with the county. And even if they couldn't do anything, they were at least responsive, like, Within 24 hour type of responsive type of thing, and so you know they ended up doing some work on on the road where I lived when I lived out in Popka. You know I got contact information in terms of how to help my real estate client um, from the office, and those are the things you have to look at in terms of who you're putting in the office. You know when mm-hmm. you vote for these people, are they responsive to you when when you really need them? I mean it's not like you need them. The, to reach out to them all the time. But you do want to know what they're doing for whom, you know, mm-hmm. and are they effective, you know. That's so, right. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. You know, how do you feel about uh, whether or not, you know, not certain organizations have access to, to advocate on your behalf with regards to the Voting Rights Act? I'm here with my friend Stephanie Dukes. The number is 516 387 1944 G's Power Hour. i never had it so good entertainment. We'll be right back. At Vintage
4: Labs Collection, we are a multifaceted team of medical professionals dedicated to delivering the best quality products to patients. Our mission is to deliver the best
3: supplement and patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. Chat with our
4: consulting pharmacists by visiting our website at www.vintagelabscollection.com. Supplements are not highly regulated, but Vintage Labs holds the standards higher than most.
2: Over the past 60 years, Dove Beauty Bar's superior formula has remained unchanged. But when it comes to beauty, everything changed. Together, we redefined beauty. We said no to stereotypes and yes to every type. We let go of judgments and embraced what makes us unique. We're proud to have been there with you, caring for you every step of the way. Here's to the next 60 years.
3: Good morning. Welcome back to G's Power Hour. I've never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. We are talking about uh, the Voting Rights Act, and we are talking about uh, who has uh, the right to advocate on your behalf. This is in regards to a Supreme, I'm uh, well, not, sorry, not Supreme Court, an appellate court ruling, um, in, I think in St. Louis where it said that organizations such as uh, the NAACP uh, would not be able to uh, advocate on your behalf um, in, in terms of um, making sure that the Voting Rights Act is secure. Uh, So the number, if you – I would like to hear from you guys. The number is 516-387-1944. So I'm here with my friend Stephanie Dukes, and we've been talking a little bit about the importance of your right to vote our right to vote Um, and how we, you know, we really have to be a little bit more proactive and start take, stop taking for granted. Um, And a lot of it starts with you and and you making the proper selection, us, let's say making the proper selection in terms of who runs for office, who stays in office and, you know, holding them accountable, uh, which uh, that's another thing in terms of holding people accountable. I, one of the things that I like that I have seen some officials do, Stephanie, when they're in office is mm-hmm. to do like an annual report of some sort. Yes. or, or just, You know, which I think, I actually think that should be mandated in some kind of way, just some sort of annual report. It's like these are the issues that came across my desk. This is what I was able to do with these issues. This is what mm-hmm. I w- wasn't able to do. You know, know, what what the, I guess, uh, the holdup was or or what, you know, why or or maybe even why I didn't think it was a good idea. Just, you know, something Mm -hmm. as simple as that. But I think there should be some regular accountability that, you know, you you send all of this campaign stuff, you know, to get people to vote for you. You spend goo gobs of money. You're raising funds for that. When you get in the office and you're doing whatever it is that you're doing, I, this is just my personal opinion, I think you should be, you know, getting something out to me, telling me, hey, you know, I've been in the office. This is what I've encountered. These are my frustrations. This is what we,
0: mm-hmm. you know, our triumphs
3: and what we our accomplishments are. You know, you know, you got any suggestions, y'all, you know, while I'm working on your behalf?
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: You know, yeah. Most definitely And you know the Florida legislature um, With our legislators Actually provides uh, Funding for that For you to report For your Mm -hmm. constituents Letting them know What it is you have done uh, Accomplished So that we Mm -hmm. can have an update So that's not an issue Because we want to know We want them to be up-to-date in what it is and how we have conducted um, our – I'm saying ourselves, but their selves with their funding and what Mm -hmm. it is and how it is that the funds have been spent and the progress has been made on the behalf of the constituents within the state of Florida because it is their money. And what happens in Tallahassee and within the city and county is supposed to be on behalf of the constituents. And when the constituents show up and make sure that they demand to know, like you said, it's accountability, not just a handful not just in uh, businesses at the you know business meetings, but uh-huh. show up at the polls, show up uh, at the county meetings, and if you we know we have to go to work, so show up like we do on social media. When you blast them out on their county websites, on their county social media sites, you know instead of being when you're on Facebook, go to their Facebook website. If they put mm-hmm. Facebook sites and blast them out, okay? Mm-hmm. Compliment them when they're doing good and blast them out when they're doing bad. Mm. Just like we're on there for other things, visit their sites. When we're on there, they have Twitter sites. They have Instagram sites. They are, well, we don't have Twitter anymore. What's it called, X? X, yeah. So yeah, I want to. yeah.
3: I want to bring in uh, Cassandra Brown from All About the Ballots. Uh, she is on, uh, and we've had her on before, and she was working herself and, and a few others uh, like nobody's business going around to the different campuses, you know, with regards to uh, voting rights and, and getting people registered. How are you, Ms. Brown? Oh, I thought she was she was on. Um, yes. yeah, Miss Brown,
1: are you there?
0: Yes, I'm yes. here.
1: Hi. Good morning. How, rising, are how are you? I'm well, thank All you. Right. Yeah. So, so, um, yeah, it's, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. The floor is yours. Oh, um, well, I was just kind of listening in, you know, to hear okay. what was going on. hmm Okay. Well, I know I had approached you
3: with regards to the um, decision that was made by the appellate court, um, preventing organizations, certain organizations, uh, from um, ad- I guess advocating for uh, 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 other individuals with regards to the Voting Rights Act. And so, I guess what I was, the reason I was curious about that I wanted to bring you on. So, this, does a ruling like that affect your organization? Or others that
1: you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, it not only affects individuals, but also like civil rights groups um, like ACOU, NAACP, you know, because a lot of times we'll be uh, named plaintiffs, we'll be uh, not individual plaintiffs, but we'll be named as organizations as plaintiffs against uh, different officials, you know, in the past. Um, in court. Yeah, I am hearing
3: a lot of noise. Yeah, I was hearing a little background noise. Uh, So, yeah, okay, so it's gone now. So what I wanted to find out from you is what is the step with something like this? uh is, is there a further appeal that, that you know of in, in something like this that would uh allow organizations like yours allow organizations like the NAACP and the ACLU to uh go forward to continue to to help secure
1: the integrity of the voting rights act yeah so right now um they're just kind of watching to see, you know, watching closely, um, like the larger independent grassroots organizations in Florida. They're watching mm-hmm. and following really closely, you know. So yeah, it's a it's a it will be, you know, a huge blow to us, especially here in the South, where, you know, the current legislators like this is where woke goes to die and all of this craziness, you know, because I interpret that to mean our black vote you know, with voting hours being restricted, um, registration sites with malfunctions, registration rolls being purged, and, you know, local governments and stuff um, not accommodating as far as language barriers. Also, mm-hmm. black dollars, you know, our black dollars. We're our, our money isn't giving us the return that we're, you know, putting, like, certain things we're putting money into and we should be focusing on other things. Is basically it. Also with junk fees, you know when you owe money or these extra fees on top of your rent, they tell you your rent is going to be this amount, and then they tag on oh all of these extra fees, and that's not what you budgeted for. So you know there's a lot in that that statement, and these blows are just kind of coming, you know, coming kind of fast and furious. But we're not growing weary in our well doing, so we will definitely not give up this fight. Um, for black representation, you know, uh, making sure that we invest in our younger people who might choose to uh, walk this walk as far as um, advocates or um, in politics, you know, become politicians. We need to groom our young people for those spaces just as um, the whites and others have done in the past. You know, that's that's what our focus needs to be uh, the long term, you know, um, our HBCUs mm-hmm. under attack, you know, black bodies. So, yeah, you know, when he says that, I feel like all of this is, is that's cold for all of these things, <laughs> you know, our voices, period. Mm-hmm. So,
3: like I was telling Stephanie, one of the things that I think should also be a part of the game plan is not only making sure that these uh, organizations are able to advocate on, on you know, the behalf of the community uh, with regards to the Voting Rights Act, but to make sure that voters are aware of who's into these positions and, and making sure that they're voting for the right people to go into these positions. So when the the you have these uh, appellate judges come up, that there they, you have appellate judges. Who are that we are selecting appellate judges? Judges who are sensitive to these type of issues. Uh, what are your thoughts?
1: So for us, we don't push a person, but we do push mm-hmm. issues. So okay, you know whoever whoever is for your issue or supporting what will benefit you, what will uplift and empower you and your community then that's who you should be following and there are organizations, for instance, um, I know definitely, um, League of Women Voters, there's a few others that put out the report cards and they just lay it out, you know, like who voted yes for this, who voted no for that and it's not mm-hmm. you know, you can basically go on there and see your issues and how you are being represented and that then, you know, that's who you choose. Mhm. That's what I was saying earlier when, uh, when I was talking with Stephanie. Is
3: that hi Stephanie? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. She can go on
0: with it. Right. Hello. Okay. Um, okay, that was my
2: noise in the background. I'm out camping, and the vehicle we we are in, we're in oh. is making all that noise. That's oh. uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go oh. back on mute.
3: Yeah, okay. but that's what what we were talking about a, a, a little earlier but but uh before we go further I, we need to take a quick break um here with stephanie dukes here with cassandra brown with all about the ballots and we're here with you if you want to question or comment the number is 516-387-1944 g's power hour i never had it so good entertainment we'll be right back
4: dedicated to serving our families.
3: Having a wedding, reception, family reunion, planning a banquet, or some other fundraising event. Need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar, or it's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast. Let us help. At our gatherings, let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable, treasured. Call our gatherings at 407-968-9387 or email gatherings at yahoo.com. Let us help plan your special event. Good afternoon, and welcome back to G's Power Hour. I never had it so good. Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. We are here with Stephanie Dukes and Cassandra Brown with all about the ballots and uh, the number. If you, I'd like to hear what you all are thinking with regards to uh, this uh, this step in terms of. uh, I would just say another way of. keeping people on the margins when it comes to the Voting Rights Act. But anyway, the number is 516-387-1944. Uh, and, and as I'm, Cassandra, as I mentioned to Stephanie, it, it's just, to me, it's frustrating because it seems like uh, the same fight over and over and over and over over again, you know, um, and, and something in my opinion it needs to be, you know, etched in stone and said, Okay, this is the way it is, this is this helps, you know, all of our citizens, no matter, you know, who you are, no matter what, you know, color, you know, no matter what creed, no matter what. This helps all American if you are American citizen, then you should not have to be continue to fight this fight. You know, you're paying taxes, you shouldn't have to continue to fight this fight. Uh, um, and I, I just don't know, and I wanted to get your opinion in, in terms of how we can get this kind of locked down once and for all, or do you think that this is going to be uh, a constant battle?
1: Yeah, so it's absolutely about power, and so who has the power at that time? Um, and, and for me, it's like common decency, like why wouldn't you want people to vote. Why wouldn't you want people to participate in democracy and, you know, what America is supposed to be about? Like what what is that? There's something within you that is not right. You know, there's something really, really black there for me, really dark, really negative there. Um, and, and people need to start with themselves. But there's power there and so like I said before, we have to think of the long game. This is this game has been played this test for a long time, and we've always been behind the A ball. And so what we have to do is train up or, you know, get people on track. So like they have a track for, for this when you're in school or whatever. Get our people interested, our young people, especially at early ages, and just follow them throughout, you know, their education, their schools. We need our own guidance counselors, so to speak, in our communities, if they're not doing that in the schools, and we need that in our own communities, people that have traveled that road or have that profession or whatever, politicians take our babies and like just you know mentor them. Like get our people in those seats. If we're not in those seats, we they have all of the power. I say it all the time. Lake County, there's nobody on that commission that looks like me. There's nobody on that commission with my economic status or whatever, period. So, like, what can those people, how can those people say they represent us and people in my community, you know, when they they don't? They can't even relate to, you know, the issues that we have. We have to be in those seats. We have to, like, Stephanie, she's, you know, run for office several times and she's excited. She and I have had conversations about her you know, just writing everything down and just tracking what she's done and the pitfalls to help younger people coming up or just other candidates, period, that look like us, that can relate to us, that are from our communities, you know, and just kind of helping them along, along the way. And I love that about her. You know, she's learned some things through this journey, and she's willing to share that and help bring up others and and that's what we have to, if we're up there and we're, we have that power or sharing that power and it's not, you know, one dominating group over another, then everybody's interest can be, you know, at least brought to the table, at least thought about, not just like slammed in our doors, slammed in our face, like common sense stuff. Like, we mm-hmm. should want everybody to vote. That's common sense, you know?
0: hmm
1: it it just it seems to me that uh, we've got
3: to take I I, I, I we've got to strategize better, and yeah. I think that's where we were talking, Stephanie, about the whole thing when we were talking about chess last night. Uh, I think it, you know when you are learn how to strategize better when you're not singularly focused or you have tunnel vision with regards to the solution is this. The solution is only this one thing. I think we have to be better at, I guess you could say multitasking, but I think we have to be better in terms of determining, you know, first of all, people not looking at, let's just say, the African-American community or the minority community or whatever, as um, just, you know, a monolith, just not every, you know, there's a variety of different people with different strengths and weaknesses. For example, you know, the Bible talks about the different gifts but the same spirit. You know, we all have the same goal in terms of wanting everybody to have uh, a clear path to, to the right to vote. But maybe we need to look at everybody's uh, different ta- talents and gifts that they bring to the table um, in in terms of how we make this happen. Like you have some people that do the grassroots, but then also, too, we need to maybe have some of that that training to get people into these different offices, you know, where, you know, Cassandra, you know, for example, you may not be able to do that, but someone else may, may be. But I, I'm not sure that we trigger enough of that thinking in terms of there's more than one way to approach this, or or we use all of these different ways to uh, approach uh, securing the Voting Rights Act to make sure that is done. Uh, And the reason I say that is, for example, I've gone with Stephanie where uh, they've had her her party train people or or give, you know, certain uh, key advice in terms of how to win a campaign. You know, I'm thinking that maybe it should be not just, you know, a a party thing, but it should be maybe, you know, a, a group or some groups that come together and say, okay, you are interested in running for office. No matter what your party affiliation is, you know, these are the things that you should know when you are running for office You know, these are the pitfalls you may run into. These are the things that can make you successful um, as an individual running for office. Um, And these are the the issues that uh, you may get tripped up on and all this kind of stuff. And these are the things that you need to do your homework on. I think that uh, we have a lot of people that are eager to run, but may not necessarily get into the nooks and crannies of being prepared to run. Uh, Just my opinion. What are are your thoughts?
2: Thank you, um, Gretchen, and thank you, Cassandra, for the comments and compliments you gave me earlier. That's one of the great things about an organization like All About the Ballot. It is nonpartisan. Um, mm-hmm. And Cassandra has worked with groups with org groups of young ladies, and does work with groups and does not say you must be of one singular party. And we mm-hmm. do do, and I do work with organizations like the National Council of Negro Women, uh, mm-hmm. the League of Women Voters, that we do do. Or workshops and do do trainings where we prepare. And Cassandra was talking specifically about mentoring groups. And Cassandra and I have talked about starting uh, where we put together organization, put together a group that we begin to mentor for the future, uh, a group of poli- politicians. That we Mm -hmm. share our information of the pitfalls, that we hopefully we can get a set of judges, uh, county commissioners, city commissioners, and that we begin to have a plan for the future, not a two-year plan, but a five, 10, 15-year plan, that it grows and continuously come about, Gretchen, so that we have that feeder base. Uh, When I was Mm -hmm. in the education system, we had what we call a feeder school system, where our elementary fed fed into our middle school and our middle school fed into our high school. And that is the kind of mentality we do have to have to have a long-term solution such as what Cassandra was talking about and you were talking Mm -hmm. about, there is no short-term solution to this. And that is what Mm -hmm. we must realize, that we don't get there overnight, but we do start solving the problem tonight. We start Mm -hmm. making the solutions. We start brainstorming and working together towards it and don't get frustrated and throw our hands up. And that's where that chess game strategy come in. We start looking at the strategies that work and get to work and uh counter to move and think about five steps ahead, the five four and, and, and work at it. Mhm. And then also too, having to realize that sometimes
3: the strategy has to change. You you make the two year, the five year, the ten year plans or whatever, but you you have to constantly go in and and look at, you know how circumstances have changed and how you have to
0: mm-hmm. um,
3: revise things. It, if nothing else taught us in recent years that you have to go and reassess and reevaluate stuff, COVID was the one thing that taught, I think, or should have taught everybody that, you know, the plan that you had and the plan that you need to have now may have changed, you know, and and you always have to keep going back and reassessing stuff. So, um, and the other thing too that I think is important is that, we have to not only look at preparing candidates, but preparing communities to do like the the grassroots campaign, and also teaching our communities about lobbying. Um, I, I don't think they they you know realize the the significance too of of how, what, how good lobbying. Makes an impact as well mm-hmm. uh, We're going to take a quick break We're here with Stephanie Duke Cassandra Brown of All About the Ballots This is G's Power Hour I've never had it so good entertainment And we will be right back
4: This is Douglas Dobbs Hi, I'm Tim Garrison. Uh, You may know me as Timmy G. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's been two decades, but I want you to know I'm back in the argument. And I've got a mix of music that can help you relax and chill out. It's smooth. It's relaxing. It's Chill Out Jazz. The soulful mix of smooth jazz, soul, and smooth R&B. So join me every Wednesday night, 10 p.m. to midnight, on K-Ham Radio. Chill Out
0: Jazz. Are you... Sure.
3: Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour. I've never had it so good. Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. And if you thought you missed Burton Kelso, uh, we didn't have him on, but you know we just couldn't resist. We've got to have him on before the month is out. So he will be on with us tomorrow. Uh, we're doing Tech Tuesday tomorrow on G's Power Hour so make sure you join us but in the meantime we're back with Stephanie Dukes and Cassandra Brown of All About the Ballots and if you have questions or comments the number is Um, 516-387-1944 where do we go from here um, what what do you think I'm going to go to you first Cassandra Cassandra, uh, what do you think a solid game plan should consist of in terms of uh, making sure that everybody who can
1: vote does vote? So um, what you were saying earlier, um, there's an organization, Win with Black Women, and they do Mm -hmm. exactly what you said earlier about, um, you know, helping candidates. You get to come on and, you know, talk about your uh, platform on the on the call. It's every Sunday night is the national call. Um, every mm. Monday night, the Florida call, black women supporting each other. Uh, you have lots of people on there. They'll say, hey, I'll make phone calls for you. You know, they they don't mind putting out checkbooks to write checks. So it is an amazing network of black women supporting other black women. Um, and that's what they do. They talk to you about pitfalls and all of that kind of good stuff. Also, lobby days, I'm connected to lots of organizations and they are always um every year they take up busloads of folks. Um, December fifth or sixth, I think it's December sixth. Uh, one of my mm-hmm. partner organizations, Equal Ground, will be taking up a group of people to um to rally against uh the suspension of uh, uh, State Attorney Monique Worrell. So, you mm. know, in, and that's something that may interest you or may not interest you, but there's always a group of people with something mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. you. there's DNA, there's environmental, um, LGBTQ, you know, plus, whatever your issues are, there's a group of people somewhere fighting for mm-hmm. your issues and your voice. Um, So that's definitely one way. Black dollars, we we have to stop wasting our black dollars. Those Mm -hmm. dollars are important. Those dollars are powerful and can move mountains. And when we come together and strategically use our black dollars to build up our communities, to invest in Mm -hmm. our children and our education systems and different things, we will see the results of our power coming together. We have yes. to stand together the community. Black men, we need you. We need your support. We need you to be out front fighting for these issues because it affects your everyday lives, too. And we have to help connect those dots for people. Sometimes they don't see how um, this judge or whatever, maybe he he sent a lot of black people, you know, um, incarcerated a lot of black people. They need to mm-hmm. see how those people, are connected to their lives, especially they have, you know, people in the education system, you know, trying to find out about uh, school board meetings and different things like that. So we have to help um, educate them around those issues and and give them that voice. There's trainings on being able to tell your story. You know, people have issues with, for instance, Medicaid dollars. They, they refuse to pull down the Medicaid dollars. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's more single moms that have stories of how this has affected their everyday lives. And people can relate to that. And that is how we will uh, start to see change. And we come together, pull everybody in, not this exclusionary stuff like, you know, othering folks because they don't think like you or act like you. Earlier, Gretchen, you talked about there's different ways to get to the same result. My way may Mm -hmm. not look like you. And so, even when we were on the tour, every room that we had it was multi generational, so that we could all come together. The you know the elderly they can the elders they can teach us something. You know the younger they mm-hmm. can just. Like Joe Madison says all the time, you know, we don't want you to light um to pass the torch. We want you to light the torch and stay in the fight. We need everybody in the fight. You know, mm-hmm. so we have together as communities.
3: Yeah, yeah, and, and it's it's very important. Like you said, you know, the the, the um, elderly have you know insight and experiences to offer, and the young people come with fresh minds and fresh ideas, you know, and different perspectives. We, we all got to we got to put all of that together, um, yeah, and, and, and work work toward a common a common goal is, is very very important, um, and so I, I just. Uh, Stephanie, what, what about you? What are your thoughts?
2: Um, take, um, I have two points there. One, I agree with Cassandra on the power of the black dollar. We cannot yeah. overlook that. I've lived that experience, and I can talk about that with such pride in Miami um, over 20 years ago. We did the black boycott, and we used the power of the dollar with tourism, and we were very powerful with that. We turned the tourism business over there Um, by withholding the black dollar. We had organizations, our organizations pulled out their national conventions, withheld them From the hotel industries there and was able to be very powerful and turned over the tourism business there. We were able to do something on, I I do not remember what day it was, but once a week we took and did something with the silver dollars. We bought, we used I believe I'm gonna just say what I'm gonna pick a day. I don't remember which day it was. Let's say it was Mondays. Every Monday, we went to the bank and to show the power of the black dollar, we bought things with the silver dollar on Mondays
0: mm-hmm. to
2: show the businesses in the area how much black money we were spending with their businesses. Mm. To show Mm -hmm. them the power of our money. So when we pull our money from them, they would understand
0: Mm -hmm. what was Mm -hmm.
2: happening. And then we had a no spend Mm -hmm. Black Day that we did not Mm -hmm. spend money in the community. Uh That's right. To show them the power of our money. So when we spoke, they heard our voice economically. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we we really not have easy. to. Yes,
3: you're right. So no, I was just gonna so say we really have to stop being lazy with our dollars, with our time. You know, all of that. We we really ha- and like I like I was talking to you earlier, Stephanie. It's not as hard as it used to be. To make Mm -mm. an an impact, you know, we're not asking a whole bunch of people to go out marching, you know, it's as simple as, and all of these people that say they don't, you know, know how to use a computer or can't learn a computer or or whatever, your computer is the best weapon right now that you have. And if you're not Mm -hmm. learning how to navigate the use of the computer, you are missing out on a lot the computer yeah you, you, people do misuse the computers you know we talk about you know uh the internet and, and the dangers of the internet the, the, you know the internet is a tool the computer is a tool how it is used it de- is dependent upon you and what you mm-hmm. learn and how to navigate and how you use it you know people do campaigns all the time you you're posting all kind of cute pictures on on Facebook and X and Instagram and, and all those other things. You know what? People out there who are you know know how to navigate the computer, who know how to navigate the internet, are out there making posts and getting reactions, are are getting people to pay attention, are even getting monetized. In some cases, for what they say, you know. So you, it's important upon you to go and use the tools that are available. If if you can't get out, let's say, uh, and, and for whatever reason, you know, whether it's, it's a medical reason or whatever, you can learn how to use the computer and use the internet for your own empowerment, so that you can mm-hmm. learn how to empower others. We really got to to focus a little bit more on making people more computer and Internet savvy so they can be empowered to to help other people and, and to come together. So, yeah, you don't have to go and spend all of that time and physical uh, e- energy marching in the streets, but you can go on and, and you know, do letter writing campaigns and, and email mm-hmm. campaigns and, and, and uh, you know, other types of stuff. You have a phone. Most people have a phone. You can make phone calls, you know. So it's not as difficult to be informed and to inform, to be educated and and to educate.
2: That's my second point there, right there, Gretchen, is the other part of what Cassandra was saying was Mm -hmm. understanding the part that we all play is that we have to organize in such a way that everyone understands how we all fit into the pieces of our puzzle. What is my role? That a lot of times everyone, we always say everyone wants to be the drum major. Uh, We have to understand what is my role. Am I going to be the letter writer? Or oh, am I going to be the letter yes. creator? Am mm-hmm. I going to be the lawyer or am I going to be the uh the attorney? You know, am I gonna yeah. be the head lawyer? You know, what is right. my role? Right. And that is the and part we have to understand mm-hmm. and organize within the community to mm-hmm. understand how we all fit. And, and ladies, we gotta
3: we gotta go. We're out of time, unfortunately. But thank you so much for taking the time. And we will be coming back because you know this is an election year. So you all be blessed, take care, and continue thank doing you. what you've got you've been doing. Thank you so much. And thank you all, all for right. listening. Thank this has been G's Power Hour. I never had it so good. Entertainment. Be well. Be safe. Be blessed. God willing, talk tomorrow. And please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care. Joy to the world.
0: The Lord is come. Let her receive her King.